Hi, and welcome to another edition of Daily in the Word. This is Rich Chassie, your host and teacher. We're glad that you're with us as we continue our journey through the book of Philippians. Today we will be in chapter 3, verse 12, through the end of the chapter, verse 21. I hope that as we are making our way through the book of Philippians, you'll notice that this really is the book of joy. But there are two black clouds, if you will, that I have noticed as we're making our way through. One of them has to do with this idea of people in the church at Philippi being self-serving or selfish, and he's having to address this. People who are refusing to be humble as Jesus was humble, and that's impacting some of the relationships in the church. We're going to see that in another day or so. The other one has to do with this false theology that was being introduced to the church there, these Judaizers, and we'll see Paul address that again today in our passage. And so these are two important things that Paul is feeling the need to confront throughout the book, throughout this letter, and we see it again today. So let's go ahead and begin reading chapter 3, verse 12, and let's begin. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us, then, who are mature, should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. Join together in following my example, brothers and sisters. And just as you have us as a model, keep your eyes on those who live as we do. For as I have often told you before and now tell you again, Even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction, their God is their stomach, and their glory is in their shame, their minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Paul begins this section talking about not having yet arrived at my goal, he said. And that goal was what he was just talking about in the previous verses that we looked at on the previous episode. He said, I want to know Christ, his resurrection, the power of his resurrection, participating in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. These are the things that he has not yet arrived at in terms of reaching that goal. But he says, I press on to take hold of that for which Christ has taken hold of me. He says, I don't consider myself to have yet reached a hold of that. But one thing I do, he says, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, forgetting what is behind in terms of what he had relied on in the past, perhaps past failure, 
and now he's straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize. Sometimes we'll uh, people will look to a passage like this and think, yes, I need to forget what's behind and press on to what's ahead of me. But remember what it is that we're pressing on toward, the thing for which God has called us heavenward in Christ Jesus. It's not just toward my own personal goals or achievements. It's toward what Christ has called us to in terms of how we live and how we trust in him. And then he says, verse 15, all of us then who are mature should take such a view of things. If on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. It almost sounds a little braggadocious on Paul's part here, but what he's actually saying is he realizes that he is speaking for God as he writes this. And he says, what I am saying is true and noteworthy, and it's worthy to take hold of in your own life. So, Let us live up to what we have already attained, what God has already given us, and he has called us heavenward through our relationship with Christ Jesus because of what Jesus had done for us on the cross, that Jesus had risen from the dead. When we put our faith in Christ to save us, he has given us so much, everything that we need to live this Christian life, he has already given us. And now we just need to set aside ourselves and learn to live in the grace and the power that he has already given us. And we will spend the rest of our lives doing just that, learning to set ourselves aside, learning to surrender our lives to him, doing that on a daily basis, on an hour by hour, a minute by minute basis as well. And then he says, verse 17, to join together in following my example, there is power in numbers as we meet together as the family of God, as the church. He stresses, do this together, join together in following my example, and also those who live as we do. In other words, Paul wasn't the only example. It wasn't that Paul was living in sinless perfection, and we'd ought to model our lives after him because of that. It's because of what he is striving for. That's what we ought to model our own lives after. And then in verse 18, he takes that black cloud that comes in, that this warning that comes in. I've often told you before, and I'm telling you again, and he says, even with tears, this is causing him much pain and heartache. And he said, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. And now he's talking about these Judaizers once again, who are wanting to boast in their flesh, who who want to mutilate the flesh through circumcision, who want to make a big deal of outward appearance and outward religious activity. And he says of them, these are not fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. That's not not his estimation. In verse 19, he says, their destiny is destruction. Their destiny is hell, he says. Their God is their stomach, their physical appetites, wanting to do things through the outside. Their glory is in their shame. The things that they should be setting aside, the things that they should be rejecting, are the things that they're glorying in. 
They're saying, look at us, look at me, look at all I have accomplished, look at how spiritual I am. They use that perversion of their faith to set their mind on earthly things and their own greed and their own passion for the things of this world that they're striving for. They're striving for the things of this world. And then Paul reminds them, our citizenship is in heaven. We eagerly await a Savior from there. That is what we need to be focused on, the Lord Jesus Christ himself, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, that the Lord Jesus, when he comes, he will transform these lowly bodies of ours, these corruptible, mortal, subjected to being sick and broken down bodies of ours, and he will convert them. He will transform them so that we will have bodies like Jesus's glorious body, his resurrected body. And we look forward to that day. We look forward to that day when we will see Jesus face to face and he will rescue us. He will save us from this planet that we live on with these broken bodies that we live in and he will provide for us through his power, through what he accomplished at the cross. He will resurrect us and give to us new, immortal, incorruptible, imperishable bodies that will be completely different, completely whole, not subject to sin or disease or any of those things. And again, we look forward to that day. So Lord, thank you. Thank you for this promise that we have, that we hold on to dearly, that we know that you are going to fulfill in our lives, that you will make of us, like yourself, a resurrected body that is complete and whole and perfect and forever. And we can't wait for that. But in the meantime, Lord, May we live for you. May we mark those in our own lives that serve as models for us for how to live out this Christian life, how we ought to be striving for, how we ought to be pursuing, knowing Jesus, as he talked about earlier in the chapter, knowing Jesus and the power of his resurrection and participating in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that we would surrender our lives to him, that we would be crucified with Christ so that I no longer live, but it is Christ Jesus who lives through me. That's what we're shooting for. That's what we want to attain to in this life. And so, Lord, help us to not fall prey to those who want to point out their own strengths and their own abilities and how I have done this and I have accomplished that. And those whose destiny is destruction, whose God is their stomach, whose glory is in their shame, those who set their mind on earthly things, help us to beware of those influences on the church. And they are many 
We live in a society, and it's easy to see as you turn on the television. It's easy to see in, in some local churches even where greed and the pursuit of things and all of this stuff of this life becomes so important. And they teach that it's attaining these things that indicates that a person is spiritual. So Lord, protect our hearts and our minds from this false teaching. And help us, Lord, to remember that we are citizens of heaven and that we eagerly await our Savior from heaven. Help us to keep our minds on things above, not on things below. Lord, we love you, and we praise you, and we ask all of these things in the name of our Savior, our precious Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, thank you again for listening today here on Daily in the Word. I hope that you are enjoying our trip through the letter to the Philippians that Paul wrote to this precious church there in Macedonia. And I pray that we would put into practice what we are reading and learning about as we make our way through the text. So I look forward to seeing you again next time as we begin in chapter 4 of the book of Philippians. In the meantime, I pray that you have a great day. And we'll see you again next time here on Daily in the Word.